Hello and welcome to the Mid Jump. My name is Mitchell Wolf, and I'm here with a Twitch streamer. Who is she? Well, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Courtney? Hi, uh, my name is Courtney, also known as Alter Mentality on Twitch and Twitter, and just basically everywhere on the internet. Yeah, we. Um, I got the chance to be on your Twitch stream recently uh, while you were playing Sea of Thieves. I was in your crew, and I thought it was it would great. Be... It was yeah, incredible. it was great. <laughs> we did. Uh, we got the. Sea of Thieves achievement, Sea of Chief, Sea of Chivos, <laughs> Sea of Chivos, uh, for having twenty chests on your boat at any one time, which was absolutely nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah, the and end. the most incredible thing was that the game actually gave all four of us the achievement, which was quite <laughs> yeah. the miracle. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a low likelihood event. Um, <laughs> and, and I was just thinking, we haven't had uh, someone on the Super Jump podcast to talk to specifically about Twitch yet, so I thought this would be perfect. Um, how often would you say you you stream on Twitch? Well, um, I stream four times a week, unless I'm like super, super busy with other things I need to work on. But yeah, for the past two years since I've started streaming, um, it's pretty much been four times a week, sometimes more, depends if I'm like really into a game at the time, which actually, since I got Sea of Thieves, I've been doing almost every day um, because, yeah, I've always got people to play with and there's people that want to play with me. So it's been pretty frequent, but uh, yeah. Mostly it's on Mondays, Tuesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. And by the way, just uh, just in case you wanted to stop the podcast now because you hate my voice but love hers and want to check her out on Twitch, um, that's Alter Mentality again. Yes, one word. One word. Yeah. <laughs> no underscores. No underscores or anything. Um, you've been doing it for two years? Yeah, almost exactly two years. In fact, Monday is my anniversary, and I'm probably going to do something special, but I'm not sure what yet. Oh, that's so exciting. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Are you going to... What What would you do? Open a bottle of champagne on, on stream? Oh, yeah. Getting that nice pop and that fizz, that ASMR that people <laughs> love. Uh, but I'm thinking <laughs> probably Banjo-Kazooie because that was the game I streamed on the first night. So probably bring oh, really? it right back around. It's, you know, two years is too long to go without playing Banjo-Kazooie, I think. That's so. cool. Um, I, what keeps you coming back? Is it the community or just the games or what, what, what keeps you doing it for two years? Well, you know, it's funny because when I started, I thought maybe I'd have like a couple people watching like for the first few streams and then people would get bored, but I don't think I've ever had a stream without at least a few people there. So the fact that there's always people there that I can talk to when I'm playing games, um, you know, if it started to die down and no one was actually watching me, then I'd be pretty discouraged. But there's always been people there, which is kind of surprising because I'm by no means a celebrity in any sense of any community on the Internet. But I've just got a good community of friends, I guess, and there's always people to share it with. Yeah, if, if I may speculate, it's uh, your jolliness definitely helps. You, <laughs> you seem very upbeat all the time. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I try to keep a positive attitude um, because I think that obviously the video gaming community at large has a lot of negativity in it, but it's done such wonders for me in my life, um, whether it's like finding artists or just people to be friends with. And it's made a big difference in a positive way in my life. And I like to share that with other people, like spreading the joy of video games. There's a there's another um, streamer who's called Half Coordinated who you might have seen from uh, the the GDQs. He right, um, yeah. actually 
yeah, so he's a big proponent of that type of thing as well, just like spreading positivity through video games. And so he's one of my role models. I like to keep that same sort of mood. Oh, that's great. Um, I've I've streamed maybe four times in my life, and they were all probably on different accounts because I uh, just forgot that I had a Twitch account every single time. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and most of the times no one came to my stream and then sometimes people were mean to me so i so i did stop i did stop doing it so let me tell you um i was pretty scared at first because um if you can't tell i am a girl and i sound very young actually um you know i you might have been making that judgment yourself but didn't want to say anything but yes, I, well, I, I know for a fact that you're older <laughs> than me, actually. So yes, I am 27. Yeah, I wasn't going to say anything. I've had people say that I sound like 12, so you know, um, it's I'm a I'm a very small person, and it reflects in my voice. So I was kind of scared that people would make fun of me, or people would say I was a kid or something. But I, I've only gotten in the whole two years I've been streaming, I've only gotten like a bad case of trolls once, and they came back for a couple days, but. I just basically like laughed at them and blew them off, and I guess they got bored and went away. So that was pretty nice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, were and they, then once I got were they someone... like sent to you? Were they sent to you to raid your stream or something? I don't know. They they traveled in a group, so I assume that you know they were <laughs> they came from somewhere. But it's fine. They they left, and it wasn't a big deal. It was when I was playing Pikmin, which is kind of odd. Like who trolls someone playing Pikmin? But yeah. <laughs> And then I got, like, someone being really lewd once, which I think that they probably thought I was younger than I was, which, um, that's, oh, that's, that's unfortunate, but, like, the fact that I am... That's a bad combo of yeah. young and lewd. Yeah, but, like... One of my least favorite. I am, <laughs> I am 27, and it was, like, no big deal to me. Like, I, I make a lot of, uh, dirty jokes in my life, like, all the time, so I think they were trying to troll me, and it backfired on them, because I just kind of rolled with it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, happens. Yeah. Um, I remember about a year ago when The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild came out, you were streaming that, and uh, we hang out in a, in a Discord server sometimes, and you were advertising that you were going to play the game. I think you said that you were playing it for the first time you'd ever played it mm-hmm. on stream, and that idea to me was just, like, insanity. I couldn't even fathom the idea that the first time you'd play that especially that specific game Mm -hmm. um like with other people maybe that's just my like i'm afraid of people in general (laughs) i think that they're too tall and they smell weird oh you think people are too tall i'm four foot ten don't even give me that (laughs) oh i mean i I guess i wouldn't be too afraid of of your height but too many people are just too tall and when they watch me play (laughs) video games and they're looking down from their ivory tower of their torsos indeed Uh, (laughs) i i i feel like i'm definitely gonna play the game differently do you feel that you're not playing the same way that you used to um not really because i don't know like i don't consciously feel that i'm the only thing that's different about it is that i'm talking it's like i don't really feel like i change my play style to um i guess the only thing is if i'm trying something and I keep failing at it, um, I fear that it might get boring to people 
watching again and again. So right. I would move on from something a bit sooner than I might normally do. But when it comes to like the way I approach things, I don't feel like I'm altering my play style to, you know, entertain people. The, the only difference is that I'm talking through my thought process and why I do things the way that I do. There's there's certain uh, certain games that pride their se- themselves on their quality of being able to immerse the player, and mm-hmm. I just get like suckered into it. I maybe I just have a really weak constitution, a weak mental constitution, because whenever a game tries to do that, I I can't even talk for the like the twenty minutes that I'm in there. I feel like I couldn't if I looked at a chat in the middle of that. I would just break down. I, I couldn't. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know if I'd be able to contemplate that people are watching me. And I'm then I would think back to the, those moments and like my mouth was probably wide open the whole time <laughs> just staring at the screen. You know, um, it actually hasn't really changed my immersion that much. I don't think um, like I feel that Sea of Thieves is really immersive. There's something about just being out there on the boat with the waves and the beautiful way the sky looks that's just really soothing to me and it really makes me feel like I'm there and I do have the chat open and I'm talking to people in addition to talking to people that I'm playing with but I you know I still feel like I'm in the game it doesn't really take me out to glance at the chat screen that's cool especially with Sea of Thieves that's such a quintessentially good basis for streaming yeah, you know, actually the most interesting thing about streaming Breath of the Wild is, um, and you know, I'm used to it now, uh, so Sea of Thieves is kind of similar to this, but Breath of the Wild was my first experience with this. Um, there's very little music, and so I really felt like it was just me alone talking to the people that were in my stream, and it was, actually it made me feel really awkward at first because I, I just felt like I had to fill this dead air, whereas most games there would at least be music or something. And um, yeah, so I kind of felt like I had to even be more conversational than normal because it was this very awkward feeling of just being alone and having no noise to fill the space except for my own voice. So um, that was probably the most interesting thing about streaming that game for me. Like when the when the game does less, you feel like you have to compensate. Yeah. Interesting. Especially less in the sound department, because obviously there's a lot going on in Breath of the Wild, but the the music is very come and go. Um, you normally don't stream with a, with a camera of any kind. Um, right. Why is that? Um, partly it's just because, one, I don't have one and I haven't bothered to like. <laughs> yeah, get fair one. enough. Um, <laughs> two, That's a pretty um, good reason. I like to be pretty casual. I stream at night a lot of the time. Sometimes I'm in my pajamas. I don't want to have to worry about like looking nice for the camera or anything um a third it is partly like just self-consciousness like i'm i have no problem with how i look i have no like body image issues or anything i think i look pretty good but um i i just don't want to put that out there i guess like i don't want to put myself out there to be judged and i would just rather i would just rather connect with people about the game and like i want them to see the same thing that i'm seeing like I don't know. I mean, I guess having a camera makes it feel more personal to a lot of people, like being able to see the person that is streaming and what they look like and how they're reacting to things. But um, I don't know. I don't feel like it's an essential part of my stream. I might look into changing that someday because, like I said, I don't really like 
I'm not against it. I just don't feel it's that important for me at this point in time. That's really interesting that you, you framed it in that way, because I think a lot of people who, you know, almost everyone that gets really popular um, mm-hmm. does do that. But I also feel that having a camera incentivizes you to um, maybe ham up reactions. I don't want to throw yeah. accusations out there at streamers that I think maybe are doing this, because I, I could totally be wrong. But it, it when you're just talking... You can make your voice sound like anything, and you don't need to have just huge facial expressions when everything, when anything happens, mm-hmm. where you might have to otherwise with a camera. Yeah, and you know, I think I. We talked about like the fact that I don't feel taken out of the game, or like I don't lose the immersion from streaming. But I feel like if I had a camera, I I might because I would be very aware that someone was watching me, and mm-hmm. I would like. I would feel self-conscious and feel that, you know, what, am I making a funny face right now? Like, something weird just happened. Did I react in a weird way? Like, I feel I would be thinking about myself more. Whereas now when I stream, I don't really think about myself. I, I, I do talk, but I'm just more thinking about the game and the people in the chat, and I don't really have to worry. It's weird. Like, I'm really not self-conscious at all um, at this point, just using my voice. But I feel like with a cam, I would be. Although I, I can't tell. You know, I'd have to try it out and see. Yeah, on the other hand, I've got all types of body issues, and I, <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of my inability to be proud of it, and I feel like if I, was, if I had a camera in my face, I would not stop thinking about, like, my hair or yeah, yeah. just something dumb the whole time. On the plus side, it would give me an excuse to show off my huge variety of nerdy gaming t-shirts that I have. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> I feel, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's always a plus. So, what do you th- what do you think about streaming like old games versus new games? You said you were going to go back to Banjo Kazooie soon. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think there's there's something in the familiarity of games like that that uh, make them maybe easier or harder to get new information out of? Um. I don't know, because when you share it with other people, I feel like you learn something new, even with games that you feel like you know by heart. And um, gosh, I'm trying to remember, but I was watching someone stream a game recently that I thought I knew everything about. And they they oh, they framed something in a way that like I had never thought of before. And so whether you're watching someone stream a game that you're very familiar with or someone is watching you stream a game that you're very familiar with, like they can help you realize things about it that you just never considered. So I think um, that's what makes streaming old games so great. Um, and also a lot of people come to old games from like a speedrunning perspective and they can, you know, clue you into glitches or other sorts of things that you may not have known existed if you didn't follow the speedrunning community. Um, like, I don't know. I feel like when I stream old games, I always get some new people in that just are very passionate about the game, like whether they grew up with it or whether they speedrun it now. Like, I just get new faces that are happy to see someone playing a game that might not get a ton of attention because it's old. You know, like there's not 10,000 people watching it because it just came out. Yeah, that's, that's like, a good point. I've, I've gotten people like I, when I was playing Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, I got like five people, five different people come in and be like, no one ever streams Nuts and Bolts, but I love Nuts and Bolts. Everybody hates it because it's different from the other Banjo games, but I love it. I'm so happy to see someone streaming it. So it's nice when things like that happen. Yeah, right on. 
in regards to speedrunning, um, you usually stream, um, I don't want to say casual playthroughs because mm-hmm. you're very professional Either. about it, oh, but, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but not like competitive type things most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how do you think that's factoring into the whole Twitch economy right now? Because things seem to be largely in favor of multiplayer games. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm definitely a smaller time streamer, obviously. I think it's it's easier to grow your channel if you're playing, like, online competitive games and if you're good at them, obviously. Um, and if you're you're playing new games that were just released. Or, honestly, if, if you do the same thing again and again, um, whether you're speedrunning or you do something like I have a friend who, shunts, uh, who hunts shiny Pokemon, um, and I don't know, he's seen a lot of growth just by doing the same thing, like almost every single day because people know what to predict and, you know, it, that comfort, I think brings people back cause they know what to expect. And I don't know if you do a variety of games, there's always a chance that you can play something that they're not interested in and then people get bored and they don't come back. But like, I don't know. Um, I, I think obviously I guess I'm just doing what I want to do because I don't want to do the same thing all the time. I would get bored of it. So right. um, yeah. I like playing a variety of games and um, I, I do have people who like me as a person and they come back and again and again. But like whether it's the most ideal thing to do to grow my audience, I don't really care because I'm just kind of doing what I have fun doing. And if I wasn't streaming, I would be playing games a lot less because... Um, I mean, we can get into that, like, the reason I stream. Yeah, if yeah. you'd like me to. Definitely. Okay, so um, video games were obviously a huge part of my life growing up. Uh, but when I got into college, I got super busy with other stuff. And I more or less stopped playing games totally, except for, like, Smash Bros. or Mario Kart with my friends. Or I would play things with my boyfriend sometime. Wait, um, really quick. Who, which character uh-huh. do you play in Smash Brothers? Uh, Lucario. Very good. Um, but if it's if it's melee, then I play Fox. <laughs> gotcha. Are you are you any good with Fox? Fox is hard, man. Um, I'm no good yeah, with Fox. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not great. I'm not great at Smash Bros. <laughs> but I'm I'm like on the I'm pretty good for like a casual player. But obviously, if people take it seriously, they could easily kick my ass. Like so. you could beat all your friends. That's what really matters. Yes. You just need to be better yeah. than the people that care about you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Sorry, um, I cut you off. But yeah, no problem, no problem. Um, so once I graduated college, again, I, I just like was in the habit of not playing games anymore, even though like they were super important to me. I was just, you know, I should be doing something more productive. I should be making artwork or, you know, like I would just feel like I was too tired to play after having a full-time job now or anything like that. So I just sort of didn't play games for several years of my life, really. And then um, a couple years ago, my boyfriend suggested that I should start streaming. And at first I was nervous about it, like I said earlier. But uh, it's I do theater, or I did theater. I moved recently. I don't have a theater home right now, which is pretty sad. But um, I used to act and direct and stuff. And so he was like, if you stream, it's pretty much like that performative aspect. But while you're playing games, and he thought I might enjoy it. Uh, so I was nervous at first, but 
my first couple streams went really well and then I just decided to keep doing it and I kept doing it and now I've done it for two years and here we are. It sounds like you're um, like you're you're mentally trying to frame playing games in a, in a more productive light. That's exactly it because um, like I am pretty much an introvert but I do love sharing things with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like to I like to have a mediated experience of like socializing with other people. Like I love interacting with other people, but I like there to be some mutual thing that we can share between us. So it's like um, the conversation never gets awkward or it never dies because there's always something happening that uh, we can both react to. So um, that's what streaming is for me. It's a way to interact with other people um, to get that social interaction while us like both sharing something in between. Yeah, that's... um... That's why I do super jump. I exactly the same reason. It's um, the older I, feel like... I get, it it seems harder and harder to justify just sitting down and only playing a game without some some idea of what you're gonna get out of the experience. Exactly, because um, I feel like the time you spend interacting with other people is never wasted. But if I was just sitting down, like playing a game by myself. Um, even if I was enjoying it a lot, I could like look at the clock and see that three hours have gone by where I was essentially just like glued to a TV screen and not really interacting with the outside world at all. Um, which obviously there's no problem with at all, but like, I just feel like I, I don't know. I, I don't like wasting time and I feel like I could be doing something better with my time, something that would like contribute something wider to the outside world. Um, so I don't like kind of just closing myself off like that. I like interacting with others as much as possible. Something I really like about Twitch streamers is that um, I, th- I think most people have that kind of, um, if not guilt, apprehension about video games, uh, especially within our age group that, that grew up in the, uh, in the 90s, just hearing from so many different people that th- this video game thing that's getting really popular is gonna de- degrade our brains and, and and all that so mm-hmm. when i see twitch streamers and uh just see them having a good time playing a game i i feel like it's sending the message to a lot of people that um this is an okay thing to do it's an okay thing to uh to have that time to yourself and and to spend mm-hmm. it doing a thing you like yeah yeah for sure um I, w- I want to talk to you about some of the more problematic aspects of of Twitch, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll do my best. <laughs> um, there is a Twitch streamer who I bring up for anecdotal purposes, but I won't I won't name names. Who I went to high school with actually, and I saw his name in um, in in some news reports one day, and oh, I was like, I "Oh wow, what what do you do?" Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, I think I've told you about this before, <laughs> but uh, for folks on the show who might not have heard of this. Uh, he said some like whack shit about suicide and uh, and depressive tendencies, which was just not cool. And all of the articles that I would see about this had had a very resigned tone. They they were written in a way that said, "Yeah, this sucks, but this is what it is. <laughs> this is this culture now." Um, mm-hmm. You were talking earlier about how you like to be a lot, a uh, lot more positive because, in especially in gaming culture, that is uh, that's more of a rarity. 
which I really mm -hmm. respect. When there's when there's people like this using the same tools that you use uh, for, for positivity, just what do you think about that? That's that must be so um, conflictory. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of discouraging, but I I think that with all communities, like um, the people who are more negative and who are more aggressive, they tend to be the voices you hear. Um, both because that sort of thing is what, you know, gets attention. It's like, I can't believe this person said that. So like everyone hears about him. Um, but also just because people who are aggressive and negative tend to be the ones who shout more and, you know, they their voices end up rising to the top because they want it that way, you know? Like people who are more positive tend to not be the sort of people who are going to like push themselves in your face, you know? Sure. So like, I, I feel like, the more positive communities out there there's so many of them but um they're kind of harder to find you know like you sort of have to seek them out but then when you find them even if it's a smaller community like you you should stick by them and i guess it's just important to like if you find a streamer that you think is doing good work to support them um as much as it's important to like call out the bad actors in the community it's also important to like lift up the people who you think are doing good things I wonder how much of it is a fixable problem within smaller communities like Twitch or larger communities like the entire media interacting world. Um, mm -hmm. Do you think this is getting better? Do you think this is uh, on its way to do a better job in society? Or do you think we would need to change something specific in order to, uh, to work on this? No, I don't, I don't, um, by the way, <laughs> you don't need to, like, Ooh. have all the answers. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just, I'm just kind of talking about it. I don't know where I'm going with yeah, it. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's human nature. Like, there's always been awful people out there, and there's always great people out there. Um, but, like, I, I just think that we're still in an age with the internet where the human brain wasn't really meant to handle this like level of connectivity and information coming at us like constantly from all angles and I think that we're still trying to figure it out as a species it's a honestly a crazy time to be alive that we just happen to be here for this like there's never been anything like this in human history and we're just trying to honestly figure out our our morals and just like how to treat each other in in this time like definitely I think you know I'm I'm an optimist I think things will get better over time and I think that hopefully people will eventually realize that just like being a dick to other people online just isn't that rewarding, you know, like it's it's better to to be kind and more ultimately fulfilling. That's what I think. Yeah, I wonder I wonder what they thought when TV shows were first a thing. I wonder if they had similar feelings when it, it suddenly became possible to watch a person from that was recorded days in advance miles and miles away mm -hmm. uh, just from nothing or, or i guess radio to that um what, what a big jump and i this feels bigger than any of the previous jumps um yeah the, the big big internet that is i also wonder if just the relationship between streamer and viewer is what might be impacting this 
because that guy that you were talking about earlier the the one who said the the lewd comments i mean he Mm -hmm. odds are he would never say that in real life right exactly yeah it's well, I mean, there are there are dicks in real life as well, <laughs> but um, yeah. I, I've seen I've seen some comments on, on some Twitch streams and some uh, and YouTube comments as well. A- anywhere that you can just anonymously comment, this happens. Um, people say things. I'm sure they just wouldn't, or at least ninety five percent of them wouldn't. Um, while the streamer themselves is is having their voice out there, often having their their face out there and they look mm-hmm. they look so much more human than anyone would look coming from a coming from like a comment area i don't know if i have a point i'm just <laughs> just kind of thinking about that it it yeah, it seems problematic how like, anonymous you can be yeah um obviously that's that's a big part of it um I think people just have lower inhibitions on the internet for whatever reason. Like, um, I don't know, I was watching a chat once and then someone made an offensive joke and someone else called them out on it. And then that same person who had made the joke said like, oh, I know that we were all thinking it. And it's like, well, even if you think something, there there is like a value to not saying it. It's called tact or like, you know, we all think things probably that, are, are bad because we're humans and we're you know we've got problems and mm-hmm. the, the important part is working to better yourself and part of that is like not hurting others making the conscious decision to even if you think something say well that would you know that's a t- terrible thing to think i need to work on myself and get better so you know there's like there's steps between like blurting out anything you say and then thinking it but not saying it and then training yourself to have better thoughts in general, you know, like you, you got to make the, those stair steps to improve yourself. Maybe it's um, just, so maybe I don't it's know. just I feel that like people don't feel people that are... they can be held in responsibility because you can always just X out of any window immediately. You can just leave. Yeah, there's that. And I think there's like, even within chats, especially big ones for big streamers or whatever, people are competing for attention, like whether they want to get the streamer's attention or just the other people in the chat. So like, People will say anything they think might be funny um, or might get some kind of, I don't know. It's like people just want any kind of human recognition sometimes, even if it's the recognition of other people like being mad at them or calling them out, you know, like they Hmm. like some people just strive for any kind of feedback from other people at all, whether it's positive or negative. So I think there's that like incentive to say any outrageous thing just so that you get some kind of attention so that someone notices you because it's strange like people love being anonymous on the internet but they still want people to react to them even if they're not really reacting to them because you know the people don't know who they truly are they don't know their face their name or anything but they still want that interaction or they wouldn't be in the chat at all it's kind of an interesting paradox you kind of just blew my mind a little bit for a second. <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, no reason to, to stay in the toxicity corner for too long. Uh, what, what's <laughs> your favorite game that you've stream, uh, streamed so far? I keep wanting to say stream. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Stream? That's the past tense of stream. <laughs> um, it would easily be Super Paper Mario. Right, um, yeah. Th- 
Well, I did the I did the entire. I started with Super Mario RPG, and then I did the first three Paper Mario games. Um, it was a big series that I did, but those are all some of my very favorite games. And uh, Super Paper Mario, or SPM as I call it, is a game that's incredibly special to me um, because. So the game's 11 years old. It, it just turned 11 years old yesterday. That's and, that's um, amazing to me. For its, that makes that's crazy. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so for its 10th anniversary last year, um, I did a stream of the whole so, the whole story, and um, it was I I got like very emotional, especially near the end because um, I played that game when I was 16. And uh, I would, for the first time, obviously, that's when it came out, when I was 16. And it was a very tough time in my life. I was uh, going through some really rough stuff. And that game meant a lot to me because it's got themes of, like, hope and never giving up um, and, like, friendship and love and all those things. And I don't know, I got, like, really emotional at the end talking about how much my life has changed since I first played it and how I'm in so much of a better place now. And it, it was just a, it, it's kind of the opposite of that one guy who said really um, harsh things about depression. In this case, it was me opening up about my own depression and how I felt at the time versus how I feel now and like how there's always hope and life can change for the better and how I'm like so happy that I made it through That's that That's definitely time. favorable. So it was- <laughs> <laughs> That's the better way to tackle yeah, depression. Yeah, it was a very personal, t- uh, personal stream for me. Plus it's it's just a, it's a game that's both like very touching but also very silly so we got to have like all the extremes in that experience so both the laughs and the tears that's great i i love hearing about that um would you say that's your favorite game no my favorite game is donkey kong country 2 ah, but right. it is one of my favorite games people love their donkey I've kong played country DKC 2 man. Too. Yeah, it's it's great. I've played it a few times now, and if there was a game I ever wanted to learn to speedrun, it would be that. But I just, Ooh. like I said, I don't like doing the same thing over and over again, so I don't think I'd have the patience to practice it as much as would be needed. But yeah, that'd be hard. Anytime I'm like I'm down, I just spend a couple hours going through that game. It's it always picks me up. Whenever I play Donkey Kong Country Two, I always just think about like, I like Diddy Kong, man. <laughs> I feel like Diddy I like Kong Dixie sometimes. Kong. I feel like Dixie Kong sometimes. She was like my original childhood hero. <laughs> when I was when I was little, I used to think if I grew my hair out really long, I could do the helicopter hair thing. I'm not here to tell you that you can't. Yeah, you know, I've never really tried it. So. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, get get back to me. We can have a we can have another episode of the show. And we can talk about whether or not you were able to elevate yourself off the ground using only your long, long hair. You should have me back on to talk about Paper Mario lore, and I can Ooh. tell you about all of like the, the like, stuff that happens like thousands of years before the Paper Mario games, and like how there's a Mario version of Satan and Super Paper Mario, and you know all those <laughs> things like that. Don't say it unless you mean it, because we will absolutely no. I do mean, that. I mean it. I am so serious. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's on the books. It'll happen. <laughs> Sweet. Great. Um, I think we're going to cut the inter- interview short for a little bit because I'm just, my mind is reeling from uh, your point earlier about uh, anonymity and attention. And <laughs> I, I feel like it's a good place to cut it off. So in case you wanted to check out Courtney's Twitch stream, it's one more time, it's 
alter mentality one word uh alter a l t e r m e n t a l i t y that was all from memory is that right i think that was right yeah <laughs> you can also just like put it in the comments of the episode i can do i will do that as well yeah it's probably best like every single time i type my name i have to check it like three times to make sure that i spelled it correctly sometimes <laughs> i just one. get so so lazy that I when I search it on Twitch I go alter that's probably good enough yeah and it works <laughs> uh, so thank you so much for being on the show it's been great yeah thanks for having me it was awesome until next time stay super bye